This is SPJ from Dropping Loads Podcast, the fine, fine preacher of the Don Francisco Promise, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Swear. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dropping Loads. Like always, I'm Milky Way. And Paco. Paco. Yeah, no pouch with us this week. It is weird. Eh, it's not weird, but you know. Pouch is uh, now a very, very, very busy man. He's, you know, traveling the United States. Going so, to San Diego. Many different things. So, you know, he we couldn't um, put together a schedule to do a usual episode. So Paco and I decided let's let's get together and do a Milky Paco show. <laughs> what, what, is that? what is that little run? What is that? What is, do it again. Milky Paco show. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, you know. On. So... You know, and I'm also sorry for all the, the, the fans of Simply Pouch out there. Mm-hmm. This week, there's no Simply Pouch. Oh, no. Simply Pouch. Every now and then, I get a little bit lonely. <laughs> Simply Pouch. Okay, you know? okay. What's up with all this singing? Why? You're you, trying to release a demo? With Simply Pouch. Yeah, man. That's what I do occasionally. Okay. You know, you just get on this podcast and start singing mm-hmm. on this mic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really just a mic, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Okay. So what has Paco been up to? Hmm? Uh, nothing, I guess. Oh, I had a birthday shindig. Maybe? I liked it. Yeah, that was fun. Was it a good time? Um, I decided to have. Well, me and my friend have a birthdays pretty close to each other, so it ended up being we had the birthday together. Um. I liked it because I kind of felt like it was better for me to make something for someone else because I'm not used to celebrating my birthday. Mm-hmm. But um, I decided to have it at the most sleaziest bar I can think of. And my favorite part of the whole event was that a number of people that were invited had significant others that didn't know me very well because, you know, it happens. You're like, let me go to my friend's birthday, blah, 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 I'm dating you, whatever. And uh, this bar was really like i said it was sleazy but like sleazier than sleazy like it had like moldy bras hanging off from from the ceiling it had porno playing in the uh in the tvs and we had like a suction cup dildo next to the birthday cake i made for her that's disgusting (laughs) she's having a fucking the dildo was the bartender she pulled it out of the bottom of the counter dirty ass fucking dildo next to but, a you know, cake but it was I'm really glad funny. I didn't have any of that cake but it was really funny because when those people came in I, I forgot that not everyone that was coming are my friends so they don't know me and they don't know better um so their impressions were priceless like one was really weirded out as soon as she came in with her boyfriend she pretty much just stayed in the corner and then the other one um the other person that came was one of my chick friends um he pretty much just he he got so weirded out he didn't say anything right he was just sitting there like kind of like yeah he's usually a talkative one he's just like no it was really funny but yeah we had fun that's pretty much it i can go to the beach in the park a lot because you know we live in florida so that's that's the paco report had a birthday shindig how old are you now how old am I? 26? 26. Oh, God. How am I 26? I don't feel like an adult. No more uh, Dora the Explorer book bag. And... Nah, I had to let go of it. Or was it Hello Kitty? I don't, I don't know which remember. one. I don't fucking remember, but um, <laughs> I don't remember what they were mentioning. But yeah, um, I don't know. I can't adult very well, so I guess that's why I don't feel like one. 
I don't feel anywhere close to 26. Still feel 16. Mm. I still do things that a 16 year old person does. So, especially that Pokemon Go thing. Everyone's on that Pokemon Go. It's yeah, I'm riding that Pokemon Go dick hard, it's and so is everyone. Around, like, <laughs> all my friends are. It's, it's gotten like it's getting out of control, man. Everyone's fucking playing that game. Yeah, but it's yeah. the zombie apocalypse, but everyone's staring at their phone. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But at least they're outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm even out my tan. Yeah. The dogs love it. Like the dogs don't know what the fuck's going on, but the dogs. Yeah, there. There's that meme online. I don't know if you've seen it. Of like a really tired dog, and then he's like. I don't know what this Pokemon Go thing is, but it's been like 10 walks today or some shit like that. Well, that's Bella. I've been taking out my dog. and be like, yeah, I'm going to give her a long walk. She's so happy. Nah, I'm just trying to hit the stops, trying to catch my Pokemon. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I don't think anything else has been up. We're about to go to Japan, so I've pretty much just been trying to save money, which consists of not going out much. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Save all that money. Uh, we're going to be in Japan with, with Pouch, so... We might not do an episode that the week of our trip, but maybe we'll we'll release an episode like recorded in Japan the week after or something. Ah, uh, oh, we'll, true. We could do that. We'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something. out. Maybe some so, video clips of of all all three of us, considering we're all there. I want to have as many video clips of Pouch getting pissed at us for doing random shit, because it's hysterical when we do that. <laughs> <laughs> we just go around. You're shoving a camera. Angry in face. Pouch every now. <laughs> many like odd pet peeves that is just really funny yeah. i mean so do i so i'm pretty sure it's just gonna be you pissing us off it's what i do best but yeah pissing people off so pago and i have recently started watching this show called um stranger things it's Bruh. on netflix uh, we're on episode three so far so we're not even that far what do you think of it so far paco Within the first episode, I was already telling you I liked it, and you're like, hold on, give it some time, so you you already know. Yeah, the, cred- the, the credits of the first episode went up, she's like, I love this show. And I'm like, what? You haven't even <laughs> seen anything. <laughs> you haven't seen shit. What do you mean you love this show? It's like, like at least finish one episode and be like, I like it. Nah. But like, nah, credits. Oh my god, this is a, I love this show. Yeah. Opening yeah. credits. But yeah, opening uh, credits. I yeah. thought you meant ending credits. No, opening credits. <laughs> no, you're exaggerating. So, the show is, is so far pretty brilliant. I don't know. Netflix has this thing where they're just knocking shows out of the park. Yep, yep, they a really lo- are. All of these Netflix originals, like what they're doing with Daredevil series, what they're doing, what they did with the, the documentary series, making a murder, like all these shows have just been so great. So, uh, uh, the music in Stranger Things is amazing. Is it? You, you you don't pay attention to music when no like, no yeah 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 it is yeah, has that like is. fucking awesome like eighties like synth sound and shit it the whole eighties feel they pretty much got it right so that's what I liked about it and there's subtlety there that usually is lost in other series like there's there's series that kind of spit out things and it's just like going way too fast and it works for some people it's not bad but sometimes you need something different you get me like I don't know the shows that are popular nowadays like The Walking Dead and like uh, what was the other one? Um, American Horror Story. They're they're good, sure. Well, at least they're okay. The American Horror Story is kind of, but they're like kind of spit things out way too quickly and don't let things kind of like build up. Does that make sense? I I get. I, I don't watch, um, American Horror Story. I never seen that, mm-hmm. and I stopped watching The Walking Dead a while ago. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know 
how it is that they speed it up. I just know that The Walking Dead is kind of boring because it's, it's just it's this... a fucking downer it's a long series of downers that's yeah. all it is like a well yeah the, the, the show's pretty much fucked up shit happens no it's like all right all right we found this place we're gonna be safe okay everyone we're gonna be okay i think things are starting to look up we're gonna we're gonna be really really well we're gonna be good here and then kyle gets lost and then everyone starts like, kyle or carl carl gets lost <laughs> Okay. You know, Carl gets lost and everyone starts like freaking out and then all of a sudden everyone fucking starts dying again and they have to move on to a new place. And then again, oh, everything's going to be just fine. And then shit happens and everyone starts fucking dying off. They introduce characters in that show just to kill them off. Yeah. And like, I understand, but like at the end of the day, it's just, it's just too much of the same thing over and over and over. At least when you watch a, a zombie movie, you know that within the hour and 30 minutes to two hour period like you're gonna get a closing to the story even though no matter how much of a downer the movie is you get closure yeah. with that but this is just like it's what it's, it's gonna go on for 10 years of the same fucking feeling I of think, like fuck this like this is fucking i think that's what's it's gonna exhausting happen. watching this shit i think that's exactly what's gonna happen you're yeah just- and i read the books but i i you know i'm not up to date obviously but i read uh, quite a few of the graphic novels before the the show even started but I just, I don't know, I just can't sit there and watch it week to week being fucking, you know, it's like, it's like they're just stepping on my soul and shit. <laughs> and fucking Kyle keeps getting lost. Carl! Fucking, whatever his name is. The little, <laughs> the little fucking kid. But yeah. Carl, ever saw those uh, those videos with the fucking, what was it, with the llamas? No. Llamas and funny hats or whatever fuck and there's a there's a, a psycho llama that keeps killing people and then his friend's always like Carl you can't be doing that and he's like eating someone I've never seen it oh it's I funny don't, I don't know what that is okay so going back to um Stranger Things yeah it was mentioned on episode three which is the latest episode that well we watched that uh one of the main characters the the little girl named Eleven they found out that apparently she was part of a project called MK Ultra. Project mm-hmm. MK Ultra. They mm-hmm. found some files that, that, that say that she could possibly be a, you know. Have you ever heard of MK Ultra before? You mentioned it while we were watching and you're like, oh, oh, cool, they mentioned MK Ultra and I'm like, what is that? And he paused it and gave me a, a, a brief thing and I'm like, the fuck are you going on about? Yeah. Because M- M- I'm usually the one that's like about, what what is this? A conspiracy theory? What is this? No, uh, it's this is real. M- oh. MK Ultra. Project MK Ultra was a code name given to an illegal um, CIA program where they experiment. They, they experimented in, in human subjects. Well, that's fucked up. Is it like the Japan dude? Kind of. But the experiments were in order to develop drugs and procedures to be used in interrogating and torture. Mm. Okay, so it's not it, like Japan. It was in order. It, like it, they pretty mm-hmm. much wanted that's to. Uh, weaken people into confessing so this like they wanted they, they were doing tests for like confession tactics they pretty much thought that if they broke people down they can control their minds into telling them what what they wanted to hear or telling them the truth right yeah yeah okay so but that's like a very broad way of saying like you can pretty much break someone down in various ways yeah, well, so they, they just fuck people up. This is what they did. The program began in nineteen in the nineteen fifties, um, and ended in like nineteen seventy three. 
Uh-huh. So it was about like 20, it was like early 50s, maybe, I think 53 or something like that started, and it went all the way to 1973. So about 20 years of this. Oh, fuck. How many people, do you know how many people got fucked over by this? Hundreds, thousands, like hundreds and hundreds, because there were so many different things that they did under under this uh, project. Mm. Uh, let me give you a few examples that I found. Um the project engaged in many illegal activities, including the use of unwitting U.S. and Canadian citizens. So they, it wasn't just people that wanted to be part of this project. They would just grab people. How would they get away with this? There was a the CIA. That, like, who, who would tell them what, what they were doing was wrong? Mm. You know? Mm. MKUltra used numerous methods to manipulate people's mental states and alter brain functions, including the administration of drugs, specifically LSD and other chemicals. They also used uh, hypnosis, sensory deprivation, isolation, verbal and sexual abuse, as well as various forms of torture. That's fucked up. So they were going as low as fucking sexually abusing someone for to just mind control them. Just for the purpose them. to just break them down. Yeah, so that they could mind control them. Quote, unquote, mind control them. Just so they could fuck them off. That's what it sounds like. Anyone would be saying that they did something if you fuck, you know, fuck, fuck them up that badly. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Okay. LSD was secretly administered to CIA employees, U.S. soldiers, and just straight-out civilians. Wow. Yeah. That's, like fucked up <laughs> that's all i've been saying like even under like they would like sneak lsd to their own Why? fucking employees just... it's just testing they just wanted to see what this drug did they wanted to see how these things would happen what did they get anything out of it i'm sure they did did, did it help anyone with anything probably not Damn, such a waste of time there was a guy that worked for the uh, CIA that actually he would go and pay prostitutes. He would hire prostitutes and pay them so that the prostitute would drug her clients and they would watch them through two-way mirrors. What the fuck? Yeah. They, the prostitute would go and they would, she like she would drug the, her clients and the, the, the agents would watch how they would react through mm-hmm. like two-way mirrors. How... I guess I guess she would take him back to no, the no, specific place. No, no, I know, place. I know, I know. I hear you. I understand. I'm just like, okay, and they're perfectly fine with all this. Yeah, and they just, these people have like mo- fucked up moral values or some shit. Cause... Yeah, they just wa- they just went to this room and they just watched them fucking trip out and I guess analyze how what was going on, what mm-hmm. they did. It's fucked up. This happened in the United States and Canada. They did this. How long ago was this? This was uh. In the 50s, all the way to, like, uh, 73. Mm. So it wasn't even that long ago. No, it wasn't, no. <clears throat> Every country has their shit, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's not even tip of the iceberg. I'm sure something's gone down here that we had we don't know about. Yeah, so there was uh, this one employee of the CIA named Frank Olson. Uh-huh. During a 1953 meeting at a mountain retreat with MK Ultra head Dr. Sidney, some last name I can't pronounce, and other <laughs> CIA employees, Olsen and four other scientists drank a glass that had been secretly spiked with LSD. Mm. They were told about the drug about 20 minutes after they drank it. Olsen apparently had a severe reaction and left the retreat in an agitated state and later threatened to resign. Mm. But he didn't. 
The CIA later claimed that he suffered a sudden bout of extreme paranoia and depression and sent him to a psychiatrist in New York for consultation. He was drugged, bro. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go on. Later on, the CIA claimed that he died in a quote-unquote fall from the 10th floor of his New York hotel room. A CIA employee who had accompanied him to New York reported that he awoke at 1.30 a.m. to see Olsen hurl himself through a closed window. I don't know. Sounds like he, they killed him. So they're claiming that this man jumped through a closed window. Nah, he was probably going to talk. He was probably going to talk and they decided to kill him. In the 90s, one of Olsen's sons had his father's body examined. And what they discovered is that his father might have actually died from a blunt force trauma to the head, which may have been received prior to the fall from the window. Mm, told you. So the CIA just murdered this motherfucker and just so that he wouldn't talk, man, that's crazy. Can you imagine, like, if you go to your job and all of a sudden they're like, oh, here's a cup of water and they just slip fucking LSD in there? I mean, that could happen on any night that you go out, but yeah, yeah, it's really not fucked LSD, up. like, I feel like LSD is not as popular as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't think LSD is, like... Well, I think there's things that are similar that are popular nowadays, but... Like, I guess. But yeah, no, that's really fucked up. Like, uh, I can't believe they got away with that. I can't believe they did all that shit and... Did they ever get, like, did they ever get anything out of it? Like, are any of them in prison? Nothing? No, they're all free. They're all living okay. I think it all came to light later on. So, I don't know if anyone was even still alive Mm. to be prosecuted or anything but this did eventually all come to light years later yeah not everyone that was in in these experiments or things like that not everyone died and and things like that and some were actual like actually famous people had were part of this experiment of of, uh, project um were there names ever released the famous people uh, yeah, I don't have the list. I didn't look too deeply into this. I just brought a few things that I thought were yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, same, but interesting. yeah, the, the, there's the names of, of a few famous people that were in, actually part of this project or mm-hmm. in one way or another. Because mm-hmm. remember, this project was huge. Yeah. You know? Another thing that um, they were big in was electroshock therapy. Oh, shit. In children. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Mm. So these are like uh, some little things that happened to those children after the, some sessions. Yeah. Uh, one six-year-old boy, after being shocked several times, went from being a shy, withdrawn child to acting increasingly aggressive and violent. Another child, a seven-year-old girl, following five electroshock sessions, had become nearly catatonic. Holy shit. Mm. Why are they doing this as children? supposed to fix whatever fuck they have and it's just fucking them up completely mm. another uh of the young patients who became overly aggressive after about 20 treatments 20 holy shit yeah was convicted in a court as a multiple murderer as an adult oh gee so and these guys were making criminals kidding? making murder like and they're just letting them loose they didn't even keep track of them like after all these experiments were done on on people. Oh well, this happened when like when this guy was a, a child and then he was released and then as an adult. He, yeah, he, but and... like an experiment in a sense isn't always something that happens within the moment, you know. Some it, it, 
Well, what if happens it's a is person, that you have to keep track of them. What happens after like electroshock? After fucking twenty sessions of electroshock, this guy is gonna be all sorts of fucked up for the rest of his life. Like, yeah. So they're not even taking responsibility enough to actually keep track of the people that they're doing this stuff to. No. Oh fuck. All right. Other kids that were in this program. Um, as adults, they were reportedly, a lot of them were in and out of prison for, you know, crimes like battery and certain violent crimes and things like that. Mm. So they really did just make a bunch of criminals. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, these are just some reported cases. Maybe there's more, maybe there's some that were okay, but... Maybe some that are hidden. Maybe some that are so fucked up that they found a way to hide it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, some children became suicidal after the treatment. Uh... One of the children studied in, 19, studied in 1954 was the son of a well-known writer named Jacqueline Susan. He was diagnosed with autism at birth. Mm. So at the age of three, they took him to this doctor, the mom, thinking that this could possibly help. Because oh, the doctor said that he could successfully treat him with electroshock therapy for autism. Is he a fucking idiot? Well, this is back then when, you oh, know, they, they didn't know all these things. Okay. So the little kid was named Guy. Uh-huh. So Guy returned home from the doctor's care and a nearly lifeless child. Susan told people that the doctor had destroyed her son. Guy has been confined to an institution since his treatment. Oh, no. So this poor autistic kid... Just became like well, almost a vegetable. Get fucking destroyed with this doctor. And then just lived the rest of his life in an institution. That's so fucked up. That's not fair. Yeah. Oh, God. I had done plenty of, like, reading on this before, but since we watched that episode, it it, it just, you know, sparked a little bit. And since you didn't know anything about it, I figured this is, like, Paco territory right here. Yeah, it is. I'm, 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 it's a downer, so it's definitely my territory. Yeah, so since you didn't know about it, I'm like, you know oh, what? Oh, man, that let, sucks. Let me bring that up. Between that and, and the, the Japanese doctor, it's like, I've lost all faith in humanity. Yeah, there's yeah. other reports of uh, that from the MK Ultra did, project. Did they experiment on animals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Yeah, there's e- there's even videos on on the internet of like fucking cats on LSD and shit. No, yeah, but is it the same people? Yeah. Oh. No. Yeah, the ones that did it. Mm, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's like I get sad for people. I get sad for animals. Yeah, man, they did it with everything. Mm. But it's most fucked up that they would just get random people. Yeah, they get random people, fuck them up, release them, and <sighs> oh well. Yeah. So MK Ultra, if anyone wants to uh, read, read us, more about, read about it, something, it'd be sad as fuck. It's called it's... Project MK Ultra, a CIA uh, illegal operation, I guess, from back in the from the fifties to the late sixties. Back in the dizzle. Do you have some Paco's tacos today, or um, are we are we just gonna do a little quick chit chat and call it a night, <laughs> or are we doing a Paco's tacos? Tonight? Well, considering. Uh, Pouch is not here. I decided to do a little thing considering both like horror movies. I decided to do all my tacos, including my serial killer, all related to horror movies. Um, horror movies. Horror movies. Ghost Pouch isn't here to complain about them. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're a bit obsessive, and he gets angry because we're like, "You want to have a movie night?" And he's like, "Um, I don't know." 
what's the theme? And then we're like, killer something something, or homicide something something. And he's just like, oh, another horror movie set. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. All right, so you, Paco's Tacos, you ready? Yeah, I have Paco's a Tacos, Paco's Tacos. Wait, who's going to say? You got to say No, it. I'm not saying my own thing. That ain't right. You got to say yeah, it. I can't do it. No, nah, nah, you got to do all of it. Go. Come you on. Can't. Do it. Come on. Come on. Paco's Tacos. Paco's Tacos. Fuck yeah. Boo. <laughs> See, that's why, that's why we need Pouch. Why? Because he does the fuck yeah. There you go. Just just uh, edit it. So mm, shut you, up. There you go. You got it. There you go. Nah, nah. He does it. He does it well. And you're doing whack. So... The theme song came out horrible, so we don't know about the rest of this Pocket Tacos. No, fuck we'll you. <laughs> um, okay, so I found a couple lists, and they're all interesting. And the first one is horror movies that were cursed. I'm going to go and start with the cliche, the one what do you mean? What do you mean cursed? Like, um, after a, a horror movie or during a horror movie is being made, they say it's cursed because a lot of suspicious things happen within the time frame of the of you know, making it or oh, to, to to filmmakers, to filmmakers, or and even even down to family members of the filmmakers or the set or something. All right. Oh, so also during the filming and shit like that. Yeah, during the filming and stuff. Um, so the first one's gonna be a cliche. We've all heard about it, or at least most of us have. Uh, the Poltergeist. The Poltergeist movie franchise has been cursed from the beginning. It is said that the 1982 movie was shot using a real human skeleton as a prop, which cursed the entire franchise. <laughs> What? That's a little funny, but okay. Yeah, no, I, I heard that. I heard about that. From day one, several primary members of the cast of each film in the series lost their lives in close proximities to the production. Most notably, younger star Heather O'Rourke. I can never pronounce her name. O'Rourke? O'Rourke? That's how you pronounce it? Okay. Who died at just 12 years old. Little Oliver Robbins. Nearly died when he was choked by the arms of the evil puppet that dragged him under the bed. Dominic Dune, who, who played Dana Freeling in the original film, was murdered by an angry ex-boyfriend at the age of 22. That one's suspicious. The same year of the movie was released, other casualties of the supposed curse included Poltergeist 2 stars Will Sampson and Julie Beck. On a less tragic note, Joe Beth Williams claimed that each night she returned home from the set of the original Poltergeist, the pictures hanging on her walls were crooked. It became a regular ritual... For her to straighten them out, which, needless to say, gave her nightly spook. So, yeah, a lot of shit happened within yeah. that time frame. The, but, yeah, the one where... where the, the little girl, Heather O'Rourke? Yeah, she was uh, wrongfully diagnosed with the wrong sickness, and she ended up dying, right? Uh, yeah, she was... she Well, she died in the, in the making of Portuguese 3. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why, like, in the the ending of that movie, you don't see the girl that much because he was, was filled in by a, by a different, I guess, mm -hmm. a stand-in. Yeah, Stand-in yeah. girl. Well, she was misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease. Yeah. And what it really was is that at the time she had uh, some sort of blockage in her, one of, like, her intestines somewhere or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she was taking this prescription for a drug that she didn't need. So it pretty much brought it to a cardiac arrest or something like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah As a 12-year-old little girl. That's why if you watch the later movies, specifically the third one, you see her cheeks are super fat. She looks like a like a, like a chipmunk. Mm -hmm. That's because the drug she was taking made her face like swell like that. Yeah. 
Well, the next one's The Omen. Fans and theorists believe that the strange real-life deaths... Oh, and it's the original Omen. <laughs> real-life deaths and accidents linked to Richard Donner's The Omen were the work of the, of the Antichrist. The Antichrist? Around whom the movie plot revolved. Gregory Peck and the screenwriter Devin Settler, Setzler were brought planes struck by lightning, while producer Harvey Benhard was almost struck by lightning in Rome. Several people linked to the film were involved in car crashes, including the director during filmmaking, direct, director Richard Donner's hotel was bombed by I, IRA. Peck almost boarded a flight during a trip to Israel, one of the locations during the shoot, that crashed and killed everyone. Several animal handlers were attacked and injured. Peck's son, Jonathan Peck, committed suicide several months before the filming began. Following the producer's special effects director, John Richardson, and his assistant, Liz Moore, were involved with a serious car accident that decapitated Moore. The fact that the curse on the movie was so severe that it got carried forward even in the 2006 remake at the movie... At one point during the I didn't know about this one. At one point during the production, an entire two days worth of footage was lost when a camera malfunctioned, and director John Moore insisted that the broken camera displayed the message error six six six. Actor Lave name I can't pronounce was attacked by a dog, and fellow star P D Postlewood's brother dropped dead during a card game after pulling three sixes. Holy fuck! I remember hearing about this, but not not that severely. Holy shit! So this movie's cursed as fuck. God damn, it's cursed as a motherfucker. Holy crap. The obsession with 666, too. I don't believe in the whole 666 thing, but... Wow. Yeah, so... The curse from the omen was so... Bad that it killed people in the fucking 2006 one. The hell, bro? It, it, it but, the, but it doesn't say anything about the, 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 the second, third, or fourth omen. I... There's a fourth? Isn't there a fourth? I don't know. I always thought there was three. Is this in the fourth? There's think... one where he's a child, and there's the one where he's a 12-year-old boy, and there's the one where he's an adult. I don't know. Okay, I made up the fourth one. Maybe maybe there is. <laughs> where he's a senior. <laughs> he's in a wheelchair. Like an old guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but yeah. The Omen is a badass movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But yeah. um, The next one. Damn. So... Someone got decapitated? Yeah. How did that happen again? Special effects director John Richardson and his assistant Liz Moore were involved with a serious car accident that decapitated Moore. Damn. Fucking decapitation in this bitch. And that's that actually happened in the movie. Well, yeah, but not with a car. No, with but a with glass. glass, yeah. The next one is on The Exorcist. The original. The story of the Curse of the Exorcist movie, as believed by most people who have studied these events is that the evil entity latched onto the movie itself, thus dooming everyone who was involved in the filmmaking process, on set fires, and series of mysterious deaths of and in the families of those on set was made into a two-hour special by E. So I gotta watch that shit. At several points, a real priest was brought in to bless the set, and he seemed sure that Satan didn't want the film to, the film to be made. Furthering belief in the alleged curse is the fact that Jack McGrone who played Brooke Dennings died of influenza shortly after completing his scenes. Other oddly timed deaths include actress Val Siliki Morris, Max von Sydow's brother, and Linda Blair sustained fairly serious spinal area injuries during filming. Huh. The strange activities continued after the movie was shot, with many fainting, passing out, and or vomiting upon its theoretical release. Theatrical. At once 
theatrical release. At one screening in Rome, a church near nearby was struck by lightning after the audience filled into the theater, a giant cross landing into the plaza below. <laughs> Holy fuck. Can these things just be coincidence? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand the exorcism. The Omen one is pretty fucking... The Omen, that's probably the most cursed fucking movie ever, huh? Holy fuck. I, I like how I always hear... I like how shit. I always hear about the Poltergeist one, but the Omen is the worst. Holy shit. Yeah. Those were three cursed movie sets. Mm-hmm. Or curses. Most cursed movies, right? Mm-hmm. I would say they're, they're a taco. All of them are a taco. Really? Yeah. All right. Cause it's fucking interesting. You have anything else for us? Any other taco? Um, I also have uh, movies inspired by real life events. One movie in here is gonna be re-mentioned from the other article. So horror movies inspired by real life events. Yeah, we'll do this one quickly. It's all fun. right. Let's see what they got. Let's see. I'm gonna pick Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, Psycho. What? Everyone's heard of Psycho. Yeah, it was in 1950s. 1960 oh. on the dot. Is it in 1960? Yeah. Is it Alfred uh, Hitchcock uh, joint? Yeah, yeah. Psycho? Yeah, it says 1960. Norman Bates. Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone, everyone now mama. knows about it because that series. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The real life inspiration. Psycho's Norman Bates is loosely based on convicted murder and grave robber Ed Gein. Ed who, Gein. Ed Gein. Oh yeah, that's true. Ed Gein. Who during the, the late 1950s killed women and unearthed corpses in Wisconsin. He also fashioned human skin into tiny keepsakes and knickknacks such as face masks, belts, and chair coverings. Psycho's novelist Robert Bloch based Bates on Gein but changed the character from a grave robber and murderer into a serial killer who dressed like his mother. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre and The Silence of the Lambs also based their serial killers Leatherface and Buffalo Bill respectively on Gein. Yeah, and tons of movies are based on Ed Gein, but that that was the thing. Ed, Ed Gein had this fascination with his mom, and uh, Ed Gein or Norman Bates. Ed Gein. Oh. He has this fascination with his mom, and he came from like a broken home, mm-hmm. like completely. Like his dad was an alcoholic. His mom thought any everyone out there was the devil. She was like super religious and like strict, and always kept them. You know, he was like a straight up mama's boy. Mm-hmm. One thing about Ed Gein is that he, he pretty much his house became like this weird museum of like r- grotesque yeah, things. Yeah. That he would rob graves. Uh, I don't think he killed many people. I think he killed like about three to four people. Mm-hmm. But he would rob graves and just bring and, and make things for his house out of human bodies, you know. Uh, and like a skull, like a, a bowl made out of human skull and like a lampshade made out of human skin. I think yeah, that was him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, things like that. And But one thing, though, he never changed the way his mother's room was. <laughs> his mom's room stayed the way it was when she had passed. Mm. So he, the rest of the house was all fucked up, but that room was like nice and clean. Like, like yes, mom, I'm, I'm a good boy. Like, he would show to her by keeping that room clean. But then he'll go out and do all these fucking grotesque things out outside of that. Mm-hmm. People believe also that Ed Gein murdered his brother. Mm. Ed Gein and his older brother were out there doing uh, some sort of... Just working on a farm. Because at this point they lived on a farm and yeah. their mom was still alive. Yeah. And Ed Gein says that his brother just collapsed and, and, and That's died. That's suspect as fuck. 
Yeah, like I think it was like either collapsed or like died in a fire or some shit. Yeah, I think he died in a fire out out there. Uh, still, but, yeah, still suspect. Yeah. You know, no one ever pinpointed it to him, but a lot of people believe that Ed Gein was uh, responsible for also killing his brother. Maybe he was jealous of his brother. Maybe, Maybe he wanted to be the only, uh, the only son. Could be. Yeah, could be. That was Psycho, based on Ed Gein. Ed Gein, which is based off a lot of shit. <laughs> Not based off a lot of shit, but the which is has made other movies based off him. Yeah, like Silence of the Lambs and Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, another face. Okay, my next one is on The Exorcist. Exorcist! Damn, you mentioned The Exorcist twice? Yeah. So it's cursed, and it was also inspired by true events. Yes. The Exorcist author and screenwriter William Petz novel and film was based off of this event in the right based of an of an event based off of this event in the right of the exorcism on a boy in maryland according to the priest they allegedly experienced the boy speaking in tongues the bed shaking and hovering the objects flying around during the order ordeal the exorcism was one of three official catholic church sanctions excessors exorcisms in the united states at the time Maybe one day they'll discover the cause of what happened to that young man. But back then, it was only curable by an exorcism. Damn. His family weren't even Catholics. They were Lutheran? They started with doctor and and then psychiatrists and then psychologists. And then they went to their minister who couldn't help them. And they wound up with the Catholic Church. The Washington Post article says that the boy was possessed and exorcised. That's pretty, pretty out on a limb for a national newspaper to put out in the front page. Was he successfully exercised? But you're on... Let me see. I guess so. They say he was exercised. Yeah. I guess he's successfully. Yeah. They would say attempted, wouldn't it? I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, this shit happened. Yeah. Fucked up. (laughs) This is my favorite word of today. Well, I figure all these, like, haunting movies or about possessions, they're all based on something. Yeah. You know, like I've seen I've seen exorcism videos online and like those weird dingy websites. And there's no real way of knowing if it's real or not. Yeah. That, like well, it, there's I mean, this, in, there's... in that point anything could be real, right? Like yeah. all those UFO videos, all those like what is that in the corner videos. I, I think you brought it up in like an old episode. It was like a, a Russian exorcism. It was like the audio it was recorded, but it was just audio. Yeah. Of, of some uh, Russian lady uh, back in the days being exercised. God, that was so long ago. I don't even remember. It was... I remember bringing a video clip, and I remember it was from an exorcism. Yeah, it... It was one of the f- most famous ones, right? One of yeah, the most it's... famous audio clips, yeah. The audio's pretty fucking chilling, though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you got anything else? You got a serial killer? Serial killer of the day. Before we get to it... Before we get to it... Sometimes I like reading about... um. Not things that inspired horror movies, but horror movies inspiring people. And then while reading it, I found out about London After Midnight, when I thought that was pretty interesting. London After Midnight? Mm-hmm. This was a silent film, right? From... It was a silent film in, from 1927. But yeah, let me read on it. Mm-hmm. We know as little about this film-influenced crime as we do about the actual film, which is now considered lost, like I just said. London After Midnight is the 1927 silent horror mystery film starring Lon Chaney, directed by Todd Browning's which also did The Freaks, and produced by MGM. It has a, a, a weird razor-toothed vampire, Chaney, a haunted castle, and a spooky-eyed goth girl, and it's one of the first movies to inspire a real-life kid murder. That's why I found it um, mm-hmm. interesting. Around the time that the movie came out, Welch Carpenter Robert Williams 
long ass fucking name. That's all one name, bro. Attacked and killed an Irish homemaker, Julian Mag Magan, in Hyde Park with a razor. He tried to kill himself immediately after the incident, but survived. He was brought to trial where he alleged Cheney's London after midnight makeup drove him into insanity. He was sentenced to death, but later reprieved. How convincing was Cheney? We may never know. In 1967, a single nitrate-based 35mm print of the movie, along with its original camera negative, was stored at the MGM's Vault No. 7 in Culver City. An electric spark settled into all the flammable nitrate-based films stored there, and a massive fire erupted. The fault burned to the ground. London After Midnight was apparently lost forever. Yeah. So, there's, a par there's a lot of movies out there that have been quote-unquote lost forever, and then somehow some rich dude has it in their basement or some fuck. Yeah, but not, not this one. I I know it's it's like, it's like it's a stretch. It's like... It's like me trying to fit in my thin clothes kind of stretch. Like, oh my god, but I, I hope it's out there somewhere. Because I saw the... The reconstruction or whatever the fuck it's called of it. Yeah, where they grab stills. They grab and... stills because they, they still have the audio, but they don't have the, right? Oh, no, no, no. They just recreate it. Because oh, they recreated it. Because it was a silent film. So oh, yeah. They, no, so they didn't have the audio. They still had... um. Probably the, the, they still had, the script I remember, I remember or watching, something. Yeah, so. they still had the, 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 the flashing card thingies. With the words, they still had that, but they well, didn't... yeah, they, they added that, or they could remake that. I guess they still had the script, and they just had the stills, and then that's what they did with yeah, it. They yeah, just re they just made the movie from stills. Yeah, you're right, it was a silent film. For, <laughs> for people to... I, know, saw it, I saw it, like, a couple years ago. Yeah, but the, the movie's completely lost. And yeah, it was... I feel like this would have been a classic. I mean, a lot of people say that, but I feel like this would have been a classic. It, it, well, it, it kind of is a classic, even though no one's really seen it. Uh, just the the images from it are, are iconic and symbolic. They're very oh. iconic, like uh, the Lon Chaney holding the lamp. Yeah, you know, with that crazy makeup and long hair. Like, dude, everyone's seen that. That's everywhere. they. Um, I've read somewhere that they thought that the Babadook was a mixture, a couple movies put together. And um, London After Midnight was one. Obviously, it's based off of Dr. Caligari. Is it? I haven't I haven't seen The Babadook. What do you mean you haven't seen The Babadook? I haven't finished. I didn't finish the movie The Babadook. I've only seen like 20 minutes of it. You didn't watch it with me? I thought you watched it with me. I watched the first 20 minutes and then I went to sleep. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, it's it's you can tell that, that certain things in it have like symbolism between London After Midnight and... Uh, Ins they're inspired Kevin. by the cabinet yeah, of Gagarin some, by yeah uh, yeah but um but yeah I just thought that was interesting so now so we are on to theory killer of the day serial killer of the day <laughs> what you doing today serial killer of the day that's terrible what kind of jingle is that what you doing today okay so let me see if I can place this together let's make this short so who is the serial killer of the day? He's called the Phantom Killer. Phantom Killer. Yeah, this happened in between February twenty second, nineteen forty six, and May third, nineteen forty six. Oh, so he just lasted a few months. Lasted, a, yeah, only lasted a few months, but killed a lot more than some people have done in like a couple years. So, yeah. uh, what I like about this is that. The movie that was based off of it, which is called um, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, that came out in 1976. There's a remake. Yeah, there's also a remake. The, that town watches this movie in the same spot where he mainly killed people, in that same park. They watch that movie every year near Halloween. And I'm just like, wow, that's pretty cool. But yeah, The Phantom Killer 
and killed from that time frame. He attacked eight people and killed five. He would mainly kill couples while they were having like intimate moments. So his favorite place to kill would be Lover's Lane. Obviously, people stopped going there after like I think two murders, and then he would still find places that. Lover's Lane is now that park that they show the movie in. After that, he would like find couples in other isolated areas, uh, kill them either close or near the car. He started with assaulting some victims with the barrel of his gun, and then he would lead to raping them. Like, later on, a couple of victims on, then he start actually raping them and then killing them. How many? He killed five, but attacked eight people. Did he only rape the women? As, of, as that I can read, yeah, he only raped the women. Because he liked attacking couples. I guess he'll kill the guy and then rape dude. dude. I guess he had, a, he had a fetish for like... Couple, I don't know, man. I guess he had a fetish for taking women from someone. Yeah. But yeah. Um, he never got caught. Like, there was a lot of suspects. And the one that they believed was the main suspect, even though they couldn't get enough evidence to say it was him, they convicted him for something else that was unrelated just to get him in prison. But when it comes down to it, it might have not been him. And it kind of sounds like it, it wasn't. So he was still out there. But wait, it, it after that period in time, it stopped happening? It stopped happening, yeah. So he went on a killing spree and then it just didn't happen. And, and there's like little things that happened here and there, but they weren't sure it was him or not. What what makes you uh, say that it's not the man who is in prison for it? Because um, the way that they... They went through the investi- investigation and the way he killed and, like, quote-unquote, left one no rock unturned made it seem like he was a very intelligent man. So I feel like he knew what he was doing and he he could get away with it. He probably fled after a while, like, after all of this had happened. So this is, like, uh, some sort of Zodiac killer, but in a, in a smaller scale? Yeah, in a very small scale. And um, there's a movie based off of it, and the movie... Obviously, they have to, like, exaggerate and dramatize, like, dramatize, exaggerate, like, certain things in it. But for the most part, it does, like, say, it has some truth to it in the movie. And even down to, like, which couple get what what happens to which couple and stuff, the movie actually does tell the storyline pretty well to it, pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm sure there's probably some documentaries out there for it. Yeah, I think there might be. But, yeah, uh, we should go to... uh. How do you pronounce this fucking word? Texarkana. It, and it's it's weird because the town's between Texas and Arkansas. It's yeah. not in Texas or Arkansas. It's, so it's called Tex, Texarkana. Texarkana. Well, it's not really called that, right? No, that's its real name. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we should Texarkana. go there near Halloween and watch the movie in that park and maybe get killed. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Serial your killer of the day. I want to watch the movie. I haven't watched the movie yet. But, yeah, the Phantom Killer, he would wear, like, a white sack with, like, holes in the eyes and mouth or some shit like that. Yeah. So it is in the movie. Yeah, so it is in the movie. So that was this week's Serial Killer of the Day. Thank you very much, Paco. No problem. For being here on this uh, Milky and Paco show. <laughs> it would just be a Milky show that was yeah. here. We'll be back next week with, uh, hopefully, our usual you know, pouch back in the seat and with uh, another semi-permanent. Hey, what not me? What's wrong with me? Uh, no. No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, so anything and everything we talked about, you can find it at dropalones.com and you can follow us on Twitter at dropalonespc and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash 
Drop Loads Podcast or by searching Drop Loads Brothers on Facebook. You can follow me on the Instagram at Drop Loads and check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Drop Loads P. And also don't forget to check out the BS Podcast Network. That is a network that we are part of and is ran by the guys of Pure BS Podcast. And there's tons and tons of different podcasts for you to enjoy. So check it out, bspodcastnetwork.com. Until next time, we love dropping loads. Loud. Preceding podcast is part of the BS Podcast Network. Visit bspodcastnetwork.com for more shows just like this one and perhaps a few that are just a little bit better. <laughs>